Monday morning, a very special day. I had myself an interview, honest work for honest pay. I walked to my Toyota, as handsome as you please, and found within to my chagrin, Barry stole my keys. I'd seen them in the kitchen, all around the floor. They kept the nice apartment just behind the pantry door. I thundered and I rumbled, I ranted and I screamed. Their laughter when fairies stole my keys. Never try to tell me that fairies don't exist. I've seen them in the forest and playing in the mist. But if you disrespect them, they'll bring you to your knees. I swear I learned my lesson when fairies stole my keys. I left them on the table like every other day. There's plenty of the shiny things they could take away Why must they mess with my success and threaten my career? And when I listen closely, what's that jingle that I hear? I left them cream, left them cream and butter and left them copper too I left them gold, left them gold and silver but they never fixed my shoes And how I begged of them, they just ignored my pleas No mercy from the little folk, they stole my keys Try to tell me that fairies don't exist I've seen them in the forest They're playing in the mist But if you disrespect them They'll bring you to your knees I swear I learned my lesson when Fairies stole my keys Shops and pubs. I've traveled all around the world and lived a life of ease. Since one time for a little while, the fairies stole my keys. Never try to tell me the fairies don't exist. I've seen them in the forest, I'm playing in the mist. But if you disrespect them, they'll bring you to your knees. I swear I learned my lesson when the fairies stole my keys. I swear I learned my lesson when the fairies stole my keys. Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Well podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. I'm sure you like the song I just played, Fairy Stole My Keys by Emerald Rose. Today I will be talking about Fairy Wicca. But first, I am now on Mastodon. You can find me at goddesswalt at witches.live. For those of you who are still unaware, Mastodon is a Twitter alternative. It's different from Twitter, so there's a bit of a learning curve. This microblogging site focuses on community, and each server, or instances as they call it, has rules to follow. But I'll still be on Twitter at goddesswalt. But I'll still be on Twitter at goddesswalt. If you love this show, you can become a supporter of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast on Glow.fm. This is another subscription-based platform created by Lipson. Your donations keep this podcast going. You can pay $5 a month, $50 a year, or a one-time fee of 20 bucks. The payments will go towards the show and the royalties I have to pay for the musicians I play. To do this, please visit Glow.fm Music from the Goddess Vault podcast. You can also make a donation to Kofi.com 
forward slash goddess vault or patreon.com forward slash goddess vault. You can stay up to date on the latest from the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast by signing up for my newsletter. You will be informed as soon as new shows are released. You can access past episodes by paying $7 per month or $70 per year. Or you can subscribe for free at musicgoddessvault.substack.com. That's musicgoddessvault.substack.com. And finally, if you have any suggestions for this show, you can contact me through the blog goddessvault1.wixsite.com forward slash home, the Music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page, TikTok and Midnight Star with two R's and the number two, Instagram and Twitter at Goddess Vault, and now Mastodon at goddessvault at witches.live. Now for the topic, Fairy Wicca. I think that there is more to this form of Wicca than worshipping fairies. I'm going to learn more about this form of paganism with some of you after you listen to Brand Sardarian's song, Dancing with the Fae. We'll feed you, be food, and we'll love you till dawn, and then 
fairy, you likely think of Tinkerbell and all the other ones in fantasy literature and folklore. The core of fairy wicca is built upon a foundation of those beliefs, but there is an entire realm of knowledge and understanding that cannot be overlooked. I will go more into detail about the practice at a later point. To give you a better understanding, I'll give you some background on it. Kizma Stepanek is credited as the founder of Fairy Wicca, yet any further information on the history of it has been difficult to find. After extensive searches, the web could not provide an answer as to when this form of Wicca may have originated. It is nothing like the fairy, spelled F-E-R-I, tradition which is created by Victor Anderson. Fairy, F-A-E-R-Y, Wicca draws on both Irish mythology and the traditions of the Tua de Danan, and incorporates these elements into its practices and rituals. If you aren't aware, the Tua de Danan were a mythological race of powerful gods from days gone by. Here is Ophelia's dream with fairy dance.
It's time for the Spirit Guide of the Week. I'm going back to Greece to talk about the goddess Eris. She was known as the one who brought chaos and strife, and was highly regarded as an influential force in ancient Greek culture. Her character was often seen as both powerful and mischievous. She is also known as Discordia. Her brother is Ares, the god of war. She is one of many spirits who helps her brother whenever they are in battle. Ares is usually portrayed as a beautiful woman with wings. Her most famous myth is the one that she is not in. She didn't get the invite to attend Theotis' wedding, which was a major event in Mount Olympus. She threw a golden apple with four of the fairest written on it into the banquet hall. Then there was total chaos when Hera, Aphrodite, and Athena fought for the apple. Even though Eris' present was meant for the bride, she observed the chaos while she was in hiding. The three women's fight caused the judgment of Paris to happen, leading to the Trojan War. That is it for now. Stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week. Hold in my arms, cold.
That was Death Comes, The Wedding Night by Incubus Succubus. Fairy Wicca is another branch of Celtic paganism. They focus on the natural world. They practice in nature, like forests and parks, when the weather isn't too cold. They focus on working with magical creatures, elementals, and nature spirits. Practitioners of Fairy Wicca often take their magical practices and combine them with the Wheel of the Year, solar and lunar cycles, and nature. They understand the divine through many deities or fae aspects. Hey, no matter how you spell them, fae and fairy mean the same thing in this path. Otherwise, they are used interchangeably. The practitioners believe a way into the fairy realm could be through a hole in the ground, a hidden cave, lake, or a whirlpool in the ocean. They say the passageway to the astral realm, the land of the fae, or whatever else it's called, is wide open when something is in transition. That includes changes in the day, equinoxes, solstices, moon phases, and Samhain. I talked about Kishima Stefanik, who created Fairy Wicca, earlier in this podcast. She wrote a book all about fairy witchcraft called Fairy Wicca Book 1, Theory and Magic, A Book of Shadows and Light. It's in the show notes if you are interested in learning more about fairy witchcraft. Let's pause and groove to Summer of the Fate by Mama Gina. Twenty-two miles on a mountain road and up and down and around we go. My brakes got hot and I had to slow in the middle of the day. The world grew misty and the air grew green I doubted my direction Need this canopy of oak and ash And maple trees Well, I thought I'd lost my way Right about noon I broke down on a Trixie road So far from town A rusty shack on uneven ground And I called AAA No one home but a dog that barked And a circle of stones in their front yard Well, I drifted to sleep And I dropped my guard And my dreams began to stray Hey, winding my way Hey, into the middle of Star awoke before my eyes And another and another Until the sky was wings and teeth And poison flies conspiring I should stay Old wood carved by rain and snow And quartz and crystal and dead things Bones when I slept there Betwixt the stones and the fairies had their way They plucked my eyes right from my head And boiled them in the sun Stuffed my ears with dandelions and ripped away my tongue. He said that I was none of these, and deaf and blind and dumb. I was closer to the brilliant soul I was to become. Hey, hey, uh, winding my way. Hey. was the summer of the fae. I died right there in the summer sun, and the soul I thought hard-earned and won. Well, the fairies, oh, they had the fun till I faded into light. 
There was nothing left to call my own And they gave it all back and how it shone They said, remember this And my eyes flew open and the tow truck was in sight <laughs> Twenty-two miles on a mountain road And up and down and around we go And I won't look back cause I'm going home oh, But I'll remember this day oh. Winding my way Hey, hey oh. It was a summer of a pain Hey, hey oh. Winding my way Hey, hey, oh. It was a summer of the fame Twenty-two miles on a mountain road Here's a dream symbol to interpret. Again, there are three. Hammock, handkerchief, and hanging. Typically, hammocks and dreams indicate that you should take some time for fun and relaxing activities. In your dreams, if you were lounging in a hammock, this alludes to your respect and gratitude for life. If you dreamed that you fell out of a hammock, it means that you are being misled to believe that everything is fine when it is not. Handkerchiefs in dreams typically indicate that you will suffer some sort of humiliation or dishonor. In dreams, seeing a ripped or stained handkerchief denotes broken connections. Losing a handkerchief in a dream represents being cut off from your friends and family. If you dreamed that you were hanging your clothes up, it may be a sign that you are refining your ideas and expanding your consciousness. If you are hanging out with and socializing with friends or other people in your dreams, it is a way for your mind to relax and loosen up. If you ever had a dream that you were hanging yourself, it may be a sign that you are attempting to run away from shame or fear. And if you had a dream that you were witnessing a hanging, it symbolizes unease. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming. Sorrow to this day, she still doesn't know why. 
But her heart broke when they came with the rope to declare her the old hanging tree. I'm back sharing another story from worldoftales.com. This one is from Ireland and it's called The Field of Bolognese. One fine day in harvest, it was indeed Lady Dane Harvest that everyone knows to be one of the greatest holidays in the year. Tom Fitzpatrick was taking a ramble through the ground and went along the sunny side of a hedge when suddenly, when suddenly he heard a clanging sort of noise a little before him in the hedge. Dear me, said Tom, but isn't it surprising to hear the stone chatter singing so late in the season? So Tom stole one, going on top of his toes to try if he could get a sight of what was making the noise, to see if he was right in his guess. The noise stopped, but as Tom looked sharply through the bushes, what should he see in a nook of the hedge but a brown pitcher that might hold a gallon and a half of liquor, and by and by, a little wee tiny tiny bit of an old man, with a little motty of a crocket hat stuck upon the top of his head, that deshi doshi leather apron hanging before him, pulled out a little wooden stool and stood upon it, and dipped a little pigging into the pitcher, and took out the full of it, and put it beside the stool, and then sat down under the pitcher, and began to work up putting a heel piece on a bit of a brogue just fit for himself. Well, by the powers, said Tom to himself, I often heard tell of the leprechaun, and to tell God's truth, I never rightly believed in them. 
But here's one of them in real earnest. If I go to work knowingly, I'm a made man. They say a body must never take their eyes off them, or they'll escape. Tom now stole on a little further, with his eyes fixed on the little man just as a cat does with a mouse. So when he got up quite close to him, God bless your work, neighbor, said Tom. The little man raised up his head and, thank you kindly, he said. I wonder if you'll be working on the holiday, said Tom. That's my own business, not yours, was the reply. Well, maybe you'll be civil enough to tell us what you've got in the picture there, said Tom. That I will, with pleasure, said he. It's good beer. Beer, said Tom. Thunder and fire. Where did you get it? Where did I get it? Is it? Why, I made it. And what do you think I made it of? Devil or one of me knows, said Tom. But of malt, and I suppose what else? Then you're out. I made it of heath. Of heath, said Tom, bursting out laughing. Sure you don't think me to be such a fool as to believe that. Do as you please, said he. But what I tell you is the truth. Have you ever heard of the Danes? Well, well, what about them, said Tom. Why, all the about them there is. Is that when they were here? Is that when they were here, they taught us to make beer out of the heath and the secrets of my family ever since. Will you give me a body a taste of your beer, said Tom? I'll tell you what it is, young man. It would be fitter for you to be looking after your father's property than to be bothering decent white people with your foolish questions. There now, while you're idling away your time here, the cows have broken into the oats and are knocking the corn all about. Tom was taken by surprise with this that he was just on the point of turning round when he recollected himself. So afraid that the like might happen again, he made a grab at the leprechaun and caught him up in his hand. But in his hurry, he overset the pitcher and spilled all the beer so that he could not get a taste of it to tell what sort of it was. He then swore that he would kill him if he did not show him where his money was. Tom looked so wicked and so bloody-minded that the little man was quite frightened. So says he, come along with me a couple of fields off, and I'll show you a crock of gold. So they went, and Tom held the leprechaun fast in his hand and never took his eyes off him, though they had to cross hedges and ditches and the crooked bit of bog till at last they came to a field all full of bullions, and the leprechaun pointed to a big bullion, and says he, dig under that bullion, and you'll get a great crock all full of guineas. Tom, in his hurry, had never thought of bringing a spade with him, so he decided to run home and fetch one, and that he might know the place again, he took off one of his red garters and tied it around the bullion. Then he said to the leprechaun, swear you not take that garter away from the bullion, and the leprechaun swore right away not to touch it. I suppose, said the leprechaun, very civilly, you have no further occasion for me. No, said Tom, you may go away now, if you please, and God speed you, and may good luck attend you wherever you go. Well, goodbye to you, Tom Fitzpatrick, said the leprechaun, and much good may it do you when you get it. So Tom ran for dear life, till he came home and got a spade, and then away with him, as hard as he could go, back to the field of bullions. But when he got there, lo and behold, not a bullion in the field but had a red garter, the very model of his own tied about it, and as to digging up the whole field, that was all nonsense, for there were more than forty good Irish shakers in it. So Tom came home again with his spade on his shoulder, a little cooler than he went, and many's the hearty curse he gave the leprechaun every time he thought of the neat turn he had served him.
before the story, you heard Blackmore's Night with Hanging Tree. That is it for the show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. Got an idea for a show topic, spirit guide, or dream symbol? Share it on the website, goddesswell1.wixsite.com forward slash home, through the Facebook page, TikTok at Midnight Star with two R's too, Instagram and Twitter at goddesswelt, and now on Mastodon at goddesswelt at witches.live. If you want to keep this show going, you can donate money to either ko-fi.com forward slash goddessvault or patreon.com forward slash goddessvault or you can become a fan at glow.fm forward slash goddessvault podcast. If you want to be the first to hear the latest episode, you can sign up for the newsletter musicgoddessvault.substack.com. I'm going to leave you with The Fairy Ring by Magic Folk. The Fairy Ring Gateway into the elfin kingdom, a place where elves gather and dance. I was plucked from the fairy circle, from the sorcerer's rings, and the fairy lady's glance. Like mist, 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.